Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, the 7th of July, and the market behaving itself a little bit today. We are up six points compared to the futures, which were down 11 on the back of Wall Street, down 209. We actually had a fairly shabby day yesterday, down 53 points, which was a fairly big turnaround from being up earlier in the day. Not helped by the RBA, whose meeting told us that they were going to buy less bonds in future. No one's really interested in what the RBA are doing, it's got to be said. And in focus are the FOMC minutes tonight from their last meeting and they are expected to be a little bit hawkish and continue to talk about tapering and quietly raising interest rates over a long period. The RBA, by the way, told us interest rates are going nowhere until 2024. So keep taking those mortgages out and buying those houses. Not a lot of interest rate risk around. A few other little items overnight. Oil prices dropped 3.4%. That OPEC plus bust up looks like a storm in a tea up with a new meeting expected to be announced in days. China is cracking down on US listed, some US listed tech companies as they pull the DD, have I pronounced that right, DD Global app from China just as the IPO happens in the US, that price down 19.6% and that negative or negativity on Chinese tech stocks washing over the whole market. Alibaba down 2.8%, Beidou down 4.9%, JD.com down 5%, and a couple of others down 15.9%, 6.7%, and Pop Culture Group down 40.9%. Interesting as we pull the Grand Prix and the Moto GP because we don't want nasty virus-infected F1 international visitors coming to Melbourne. In the US, half the adult population will have been vaccinated by the end of the week. And in the UK, as mentioned yesterday, they're lifting all restrictions in the next two weeks with 86% of the population vaccinated. But you can't come to Victoria. The message is obvious. We all need to go out and get vaccinated or travel is never going to return in Australia. Right, the main issue overnight is that bond fell sharply down 6.5 basis points in the US which is a lot lowest rate since February see the charts in the strategy piece today of the Australian and 10-year bond yields but clearly interest rates are dropping away and that has prompted the subject for today which is the peak everything message. We appear to have hit peak interest rates, peak inflation, peak GDP growth, peak Aussie dollar, peak stimulus and peak recovery momentum. And there's a very scary chart in the strategy piece today. I know I should do long-term charts as log charts, not price charts, but they're not nearly as scary. Have a look at the scary chart of the MSCI World Index in the strategy piece today. Going back to 1980, we have absolutely blown out of the top since the pandemic. And if any weak weak-brained economists, strategists, or investors are out there who assume mean reversion to everything that goes up must come down, then the MSCI World Index must come down. Also got charts there of the Aussie dollar peaking out in the last couple of months or so. Canadian dollar as well. There, That's another commodity currency dependent on GDP growth. If GDP growth is peaking, then maybe those cyclical currencies are peaking as well. So, If we are seeing peak everything, peak recovery momentum, peak inflation, peak interest rates, what does that mean for stock picking? Well, I've done a list in the strategy piece today. Not good for gold, which is an inflation hedge. Good for technology stocks. Low interest rates are good for highly valued growth stocks. Low interest rates 
mean lower discount rates, which mean higher valuations. And if you remember, all those technology stocks fell over when we had our inflation scare at the beginning of the year. We're seeing the opposite at the moment. So technology, actually one of the few sectors that's performing really very well today. We've got APT up 1.5%, zero up 2.4%, for instance. Email payments, which Henry bought the other day, up 3.0%. So low interest rates, good for highly valued growth stocks. Low interest rates, also good for indebted companies, infrastructure, REITs, utilities. A low Aussie dollar is good for healthcare, and healthcare is doing rather nicely today. It's got to be said, there are a lot of big international stocks in the healthcare sector and plenty of other international stocks not in the healthcare sector. Low interest rates, not great for banks. Lower rates mean lower margins. That sector just looks like it's peaking out a little bit at the moment. Peak stimulus isn't great for consumer discretionary. That's all the retailers, media, gambling. They've all been flying along in the recovery. Lower global growth, not good for resources either. And lower interest rates, goodish for the housing market, but not if the consumer is going to get less stimulus and lose a bit of confidence. Overall, if we are peak recovery, it's suggesting the stock market is going to become more dull than it has been. The momentum is going to get lost. The recovery momentum is going to get lost. And the best of the recovery rally is probably in the bag for the moment. That's not a reason to sell everything. If anything, lower rates and less inflation makes the market less precipitous, less risky. But if the trajectory of the market is going to mellow, then stock picking is going to become more important than just being fully invested. From the lows last year until now, all you had to do is invest in equities without brains. Just being invested was all you needed to get right from now on we might have to get a little bit smarter. Lastly, in order to fill the section a little bit today, I've put some technical stuff in. Just noticed on our technical scans, for those new members, by the way, we do run scans. Lots of people do through their technical or charting software, run scans on the whole market. So we can can scan thousands of companies in the morning and pop up with stocks with technical buy signals in the short or long term. Bottom line is quite a lot of short term sell signals in the scan this morning, which sort of suggests again that the market might be peaking a little bit. Technology stocks in the list, also healthcare stocks in the list, although they are having a good day today. Have a look at the list in the strategy piece today. Some of the notable stocks with small short-term sell signals after pay after its recent rally and some of the healthcare stocks, ResMed, Cochlear, and some industrials, Ansel, Wes Farmers. Right, that's about it. Bit of a quiet one today. As I leave you, the market is up 13. Resources, banks, energy, coal, lithium, all down. Technology stocks up. Defensive stocks up. REITs up. The Dow futures down 44 as I speak. Meanwhile, Emma and I finished watching Mayor of Easttown last night. Highly recommended on Foxtel or Binge. I will be getting up at 5am tomorrow morning to watch the England-Denmark game in the Euro 2020 tournament. It'll be the first time in 55 years that England has a chance of winning a tournament. Henry not confident. I'm extremely confident although I haven't put a single dollar on it. I was trying to avoid the Spain-Italy 
results so I could watch it later today. That was 5 a.m. this morning. Henry has gone and told me who won in his morning podcast. Very annoying. I won't spoil it for you. In the newsletters tomorrow, I am talking about the psychology of investors. And I ask you a question. Who is the better investor? Bud Fox, the wolf of Wall Street, or a boring, plodding, calculated value investor? I will tell you the answer tomorrow. You have a fabulous day. Back tomorrow. (laughs) 